Hello, everybody. This is Keith, Music Man Henlick with the Final on Vinyl podcast, and today we're with Mike Borowski. How are you doing, Mike? I'm all right. How are you, Keith? I'm great. Thank you. Pleasure to speak with you today, and just got through listening to your upcoming album, Gardens of Zion in the Rain, and absolutely loved it. And um, oh. when I looked at the cover, I, you know, I saw the the nature, you know, the, the rain and the, and the sun and the grass and the flower and come to find out that's actually a place that exists. Is that correct? Uh, correct. Um, it, it's, um, it's basically a Zion Memorial Gardens and it's the cemetery where my um, mom and stepfather um, are, you know, their, their final resting place. So uh, just a little play on the, on the, on the title but um, that's basically the inspiration for the whole record itself. Oh, wow. The whole record. Okay. Basically. Um, the, the, the record itself is very um, personal, and um, it, it all pretty much stems uh, for any creative creativity I've done in the past three years pretty much stems from that experience. Um, so maybe you know, uh, it doesn't, actually like one of the tracks might not actually represent that um nature but um it it is all relative to me at least now the the one song i was curious about was this is my song frick's field uh are we a baseball fan <laughs> no um <laughs> you know honestly i don't even under, uh, get that reference because <laughs> uh, the uh, Fricks Field is actually a field um, right in my town here uh, in Hatfield, Pennsylvania, where I live. Um, oh. And uh, this is my song. is uh, It's a hymn um, that I just kind of put as an intro. Uh, it's a hymn, um, a patriotic hymn that's actually has. It, it comes from a theme from Sibelius's uh, Finlandia. Um, that's where the theme comes from. But, you know, over the years, it became a uh, a hymn, a patriotic hymn of sorts. And um, so I put that in there to open the song. Um, this is my song and, and, and part of the lyrics are this is my home. And uh, it leads in the Frick's Field, which is, is right down the street from where I live. Well, the baseball reference was, um, I believe his name was Ford C. Frick. He was a commissioner of baseball way oh. in the day a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> well you know i i didn't even know that i didn't yeah it's uh long before my time too so it goes quite a ways back <laughs> there you go <laughs> so you're looking at releasing the the album on march 4th this year and Correct. um how many albums have you released so far, including this one, Michael? This one will be uh, officially the second, <clears throat> and it's the, the second. second one I've yeah this uh, second full length uh, solo piano. I dabbled with um, singles here and there, but really just to friends and family. Um, this is the second one. Uh, I uh, last year I went up to um, Imaginary Road Studios with Will Ackerman and Tom Eaton. Um, mm -hmm. And I had such a wonderful time with with that one that my uh, recording my last album called Peace Valley, uh, I, I still had a whole bunch more in my head, um, but just kind of ran out of time. So I just waited a year, 
and went back up and and uh, we hung out and recorded some piano for two days and and um, finally getting to release it to the world now. Yeah, you worked with some of the best there. Plus, uh, Michael Whalen was an executive producer on the album, so and a great musician yep. and composer. Yeah, Absolutely, he he's helped me uh, with the cover art, and um, I mean that's just one of the things he did. But uh, really, really helped me um, focus the the packaging of the album and and how I'm uh, sharing it with everybody. So yeah, he's a big part of it. So you waited quite some time before you decided to actually record and put your music out there, huh? Mm-hmm. I did. Yes, I'm not exactly a spring chicken, um, but uh, I, I I played a lot in in bands my whole life. Um, I always had a love for solo piano uh, ever since I was a kid. Um, hearing George Winston and um, you know Wyndham Hill, which is why I had a. a um, a yearning to record with Will, um, and I, I thought that was going to kind of be like a pipe dream. I didn't realize, you know, that he would actually be so receptive to my music and want to have me down there or up there. And uh, yeah. went, ever since he started hearing my music, I thought, like, well, why the heck don't I record all of this stuff and, and you know, see what happens? So he kind of gave me the uh, the courage to start going out on my own and you know i still play in bands of course but for fun um and uh, you know pay the bills but <laughs> uh this is something you know i'm curious to see what happens what happened with peace the valley how did that go for you peace valley um it, it, it's great it's still actually um circulating around two of the tracks uh are on sirius xm the spa channel um, getting a lot of play time. It's it's kind of fun. I I hop in my car and turn on the the radio and my song is playing. <laughs> so that that kind of thing never happened to me. So um, that's a bit of a thrill. So I I kind of got that bug, and um, I'm you know excited to to promote this record and, and see where I, where this can take me. Well, I just uh, looked it up on my New Age Music Review site. I had covered it for you, and it looks like I put it up on. On the internet, uh, November twenty first of twenty twenty. So yeah, uh, that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that was a great album too. I love the cover of that one too. Yeah, um, Peace Valley is actually a park right around my um, neighborhood, and that that picture is a picture from um, the park. My wife actually took that picture of the tree um, by the lake at uh, at Peace Valley. So it's that's I'm I'm very literal with <laughs> with my music and. Um, yeah, there's not too much to hide. I, I, you know, I, I, when I come up with a title, it generally has something to do with something in my life. <laughs> so that's, that's where these records are coming from. Well, you know, um, not everybody would want to admit that, but I think it's true. You know, even with rock music, whatever music you're talking about, it's, it deals with personal experiences and relationships and, you know, how it comes out and it's interpreted is different through everybody's ears. You know, it's everybody hears it differently or picture something differently, thinks of different things. And that's the beauty of it. Uh, that's what exactly. music is. And I noticed that that connection to nature is very prevalent with new age artists. And uh, it totally makes sense to me because we are connected. We are connected to the earth. You know, besides being connected to each other, we're connected to nature. Absolutely. You know, and, you know that that 
you know, we can't say that enough, you know, to an audience out there that's willing to listen to the music and put the whole picture together, as, as I would say. Yes, absolutely. You're you're absolutely right. That's and uh, part of what I what I like to do with with my music is, you know, I, I might put the title out there, uh, but it's it's always up for interpretation and and you know use your imagination. You could, you know, the song, um, you know, Gardens of Zion in the rain. It could make you think of something else, you know. But for me, it it's it's about you know the cemetery where my mom and and stepdad are and. You know, to someone else, it might be something else. You know, whatever. Um, that's that's what I I try to to accomplish with my music. Just kind of leave it up for for your imagination. Well, that was my first impression. I mean, I didn't know of this place. I had to look it up to realize what it was. And when I looked at the title, it says, "Oh, that that sounds like a new agey title to me." You know, like a mythical place that somebody goes and you know it, that that was my first impression. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It does come off that way, and it's, it's, that's probably why it popped into my head because um, just naming it Zion Memorial Gardens, you know, it's, it's it is what it is. But um, changing the title also changes uh, people's perception of of what it could be. So, um, you know, I, I I have no problems admitting to what what was going through my head at the time, but that doesn't necessarily mean means it has to go through your head as well. <laughs> Everybody's head's different. <laughs> yep, exactly. Thank goodness. <laughs> and you know that reference to George Winston, I can't tell you how often I hear that. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yep, I love all those albums, you know, December, autumn. I mean, and I saw him live once too. Just very special, very distinctive sound. And it, it's I'm continually amazed at the different sounds that people get out of the piano, you know, and it's just mind blowing at times. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a single instrument but it depends who's behind it. You know, it doesn't always sound the same. And um that's, you know, that's what I try to shoot for. So this is a question I ask everybody and I usually the answer is I don't have time to listen to other people's music because I'm always <laughs> recording it. <laughs> so, if you do have time, you know, what LP, you know, I'm sure you have some vinyl. Uh, what LP would you grab and, and put on and listen to to sit and chill? Um, most likely uh, is Keith Jarrett's uh, current Cone concert <laughs> from uh, um, when he, that he improvised the whole whole concert uh, in Germany, I guess, in the 70s. Um, that's that's one that I have on on vinyl and just if I need to just sit around, which basically I don't ever do, but I can just plop that on the record player and listen to Keith Jarrett just, um, cause especially that record, because it was all improvised and apparently improvised on a piano that wasn't, um, up to normal standards, but it, it was just too late to get another piano in. Uh, there was a miscommunication or something. So they had to use the, the, uh, house piano that just to most people would have sounded bad but Keith Jarrett made it sound glorious so um that would be the one and um that one and George Winston's December <laughs> absolutely Keith Jarrett's music is pretty complex though isn't it yeah it's a lot more jazzy than than me I'm not a jazz player um but uh there it's it's what he does with with the harmonies and um, that particular record, there, there's a lot of just 
parts in it where you can just sit and zone out and um that's exactly what what I listen for or what I what I would go for if I was just trying to relax or or float away um that kind of stuff I'm um I, I, yeah, it is a little complex, but it, it actually helps my mind relax. What his fingers are doing, if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. To me, it does anyway. And you know, one of the hardest things to do is to empty the mind, even when you lay down in bed at night. It's like, how oh, do you I know. turn that off, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't turn it off. You know, I have to like have little little, um, you know. Uh, I don't, I can't think of the word, but just, uh, just things you do every day, you know, just like uh, a routine, just to make sure. And if I'm off my routine, I I have a hard time getting to sleep. Yeah, we're we're very routine creatures. That's yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So so, what's your plans going forward after you get all your promotion done with this new album coming up and? Do you just go right back into the studio once all the promotion's over? Or are you just is it just a continual thing for recording? Are you always recording? Well, that's a it's a good question. Um, I haven't thought too much past uh, what I'm doing right now. Too much ahead, I won't be in the present, and um, that is always something that I think uh, hindered me. Is I'm always looking too too much forward. Um, and, and not seeing what's right in front of me, and, and, and it distracts me from from what you know I'm trying to accomplish. But um, you know, definitely, uh, I want to keep it going as much as possible. You know, maybe maybe record a whole mess of singles and, and release them individually. But uh, definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's not stopping with this one. That's for sure. It's good to hear a, a little bark on the other end for a change rather than my end because I got a little bark or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have three, three dogs and uh, one's uh, seven months old and, and uh, <laughs> she's usually gets her zoomies around this time. So <laughs> that's what's happening <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> the zoomies, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, I'm just thinking, um, you said you don't do interviews that often, so it's going to be nice to be able to add that to the review once I post it. Yeah. Once I, once I want to hear from your people. But, you know, I'll get the word out about the, the interview tonight. I'll get it all uploaded and get it out there and send you and your people the links. And once I post the uh, review, I'll add it to that, and people will be able to, sample your music and listen to an interview at the same time when they see the review. That's great. That's awesome, Keith. Really, really cool stuff. Yeah, I enjoy doing that. And, you know, I, I really love this music and what it does for me. It's it's very healing for me to hear it and, and to write while I'm listening, uh, which is usually my process. It's a flow yeah. for me. Just, I just uh, feel so blessed to be able to, be doing something like this and, you know, have that ability and the opportunities that are put in front of me with people like you. So I really appreciate your time and your music and hope we can continue to work together down the years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, well, I really appreciate hearing you say that. And um, that, that's basically, that's one of the main reasons I do it. It's just for people to, to feel a certain way. And, and if it helps them at all, you know, during their job, it's just, 
that's 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 a a success right there. So I really appreciate it, Keith. Well, I appreciate your time, Michael, and hopefully we can talk again soon. You got it. Absolutely. I will a thousand percent be in touch. All right. You take care. You too, Keith. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.